It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys and a bird sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And I'm a bird catcher. And I'm T-Bird. <laughs> okay, now it makes a little more sense. The opinions are around. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today we'll be sharing our experience on how people use AA. But don't give back, Dennis. In this episode 159 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Now, I was just yelling Dennis's name. I wasn't saying Dennis doesn't give back. I want to clarify so I don't have to make an amends later. You knew that, though, right? You no, did. absolutely no. You were trying to call me out. No, that's not true. Isn't that, isn't that true, James? Yeah, you guys, at, you were asking for a topic yesterday, and I happened to be at the most magical place on earth. And I said, I was with um, uh, Mike, the other Mike, and, he's, and I said, I need a topic for tomorrow's podcast. And he said... He looked at me and said, taking from AA. No, he said, people who take from AA but don't give back. And then he said, that would be perfect for Dennis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do more True story. I do more service than both of y'all combined. I didn't say you didn't. Yeah. I'm just telling you how I got the topic yeah. and everything that entailed. So I thought it was funny. Yeah. Oh, Dennis didn't think it was funny. I'm sorry, Dennis. I, I'm so sorry. So that was a genuine apology, just like my statement was a genuine clarification of what happened. And I'm not, hey, hey, buddy, I I really mean it. I really mean it. I'm not talking to y'all anymore. Oh, we're doing a podcast. It's going to be really silent. Yeah. Okay. So um, do you really think that we think that? That's not true at all. No. You know know that we're, we're joking with that, right? I'm not talking to you anymore. All righty. Well, I'm going to have to redo the open. <laughs> Should we do take two? T, you're up. No, uh, okay. So the last last seven days, let's start with uh, birds first, as my father always told me. You got to start with the birds, and then the gentleman can actually come in. How has everything been? It's been, I think, since you've been on uh, any of the episodes. It was maybe a month ago that you were in the room when we were recording, but then before that was probably the five-year mark, so... This is back, what, four months ago now. So how is everything? Everything is going well. My name is T-Bird and, and, oh, there we go. Okay, microphone. My name is T-Bird and I am an alcoholic and truly is by the grace of God that I am sober. And, yep, I think that's about right. The last time we were all together, um, we were handing out marbles and we were talking about... um, the principles or the spiritual principles of the program and you know what it was like to to hit that that mile marker and when i think about taking from aa and not giving back so i mean i'm not perfect at the service part you know i think the service part comes with responsibility i i've been given a certain 
I don't know, power, you know, power and authority by that grace of God to share my recovery with others. Um, However, that being said, and it's not a but, it's a however, that being said, just because I have the power doesn't always mean that God gives me the authority to use that power, you know, all the time, right? So there may be times where I see someone or I observe somebody who looks like they, you know, need more of a program or they need, need, need. And when I find myself talking about other people and what they need, I know that I'm being more willful than being willing to do whatever God is directing me to do. And so I've had to dial that back. I'm working with my service sponsor on the traditions, and that was one of the things that I have been taking a look at in relationships at work, just across the board, the difference between being willful and being willing. And when I'm willful, which is full of my will, <laughs> another way to say full of myself, um, things don't go as well as I plan. And when I am willing and I allow God to not only give me the power, but also the authority to move forward, things are smoother. And it's usually because I'm doing less of the work and I'm letting, you know, God, God drive. And at the end of the day, I don't always see uh, the, the, the fruit of what happens in that moment. It could be months or sometime later. And, you know, I remember a very good friend of mine who's sitting across from me in the room said, told me before, like Johnny Appleseed, if it's a true story or not, that we don't know where the, uh, trees grow. You know, we, we plant the seeds and, you know, we do our best to share our experience. Ultimately, God is the one who flips the switch. So, um, you know, giving is living. Now tell us what happened in the past week. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. In the past week was a hurricane. And um, by the grace of God, we were able to come through without too much uh, damage or harm. Um, Definitely praying for those who have had uh, much more devastation. My week's been pretty light. Um, I've had a blah week a little bit. Monday and Tuesday was blah. What's today? Thursday. Yes. So Monday and Tuesday uh, was was blah. And uh, today I got to go to an in-person meeting and it made a difference once I shared a little bit of my experience on the topic. I felt better. Uh, That's my week. And I was working at the most magical place on earth. All right. Anyway, here. Hey, thanks, James. I'm James and I'm happy today. And, um, you know, I, I want to apologize again to Dennis because we, we pick on him, but we love him. We want him at the meetings all the time. We want him sharing because, you know, he's our brother. And um, when he's not there, I feel like there's a piece of us not there. So that's all in true form and, uh, and kindness. So and we pick on you because we love you. And that's all I have to say about that. So this last week has been good. Um, I got to go to the, uh, the most magical place on earth yesterday, and uh, I went to the animal kingdom as well, and I got to see some baby gorillas. They were so cute. And um, going back to work tomorrow. Oh, tonight. Oh, no, I'm working tonight. Um, kids are doing good. Uh, not a lot to report on other than um, I'm starting to see differences in my torso. <laughs> I'm not talking to y'all. <laughs> okay, how's everything? How's everything been, Dennis? 
You can't, you can't get it. He, that was a genuine apology. And honestly, I didn't say anything wrong. I said your name. That's all I said. Right? So, you I, get no apology from like me. I y'all anyways. Uh, but that's not true. That's not true. How was everything? Good. What is this week? I uh, hung out with you and Olivia on Saturday. Aww. And it was the first time that Olivia, like, opened up to me, like, talked to me. I heard her laugh for the first time, and she was showing me her, like, uh, Paw Patrol movie and stuff. So that was fun. Um, other than that, I helped our friend Jay move some stuff the other day. And he took me out to lunch. So I got a free lunch out of it. That was cool. Um, I talked to my gratitude buddy this week. I listened to my gratitude buddy. T-Bird's my gratitude buddy, if anyone's wondering. We, like, talk every week when we remember to and catch up on the day. So she was, like, across the table from me right now saying, like, hey, like, you talked to me this week. Uh, Other than that, not much. I don't think. That's all I can remember. How was your week, Mike? Good. Yeah, it was a good time. I was, uh... I was very surprised that the connection that uh, my daughter Olivia had with Dennis. And I think, like, I'm learning more things. When I, two and a half, what, I guess two and a half years ago now, when, like, I started the divorce process and stuff, there was a lot of stuff that I was, I was trying to do the best job I could. But there is stuff that I'm, like, learning that works better as a communicator and communicating now with a four-year-old, I was trying to explain Dennis and uh, I don't, Ray hasn't been on the the podcast, but he's what 80, 80 years old, eighty-two, eighty-two. So I was trying to explain to her like, hey, who I said, who are your best friends at school? And she picked out like two people, and I said, that is who Dennis and Ray are. They're my best friends. So there, and she, I think that was the point where she got it. So they weren't like strangers. She envisioned like, okay, yeah. so the relationship I have with them. I think it's like, like, oh, so we can play with them right. kind of idea, you know? Yeah. So, it, and no offense to like Ray, but now Ray's like the old Dennis. So she wasn't like totally like into, she didn't like understand what's going on. He's got his tricycle. You know, and she's like, I have one of those, you know, like, she's like, wow, is he just like an older version of me? And I'm like, well, kind of. So that was that was a pretty cool thing. Made it through the hurricane. Uh, I had to bring her to work with me a couple days. And um, I think she's starting to understand that, like, my job isn't terrible. It's not a dangerous place. Growing up, I had to go to work with my dad sometimes. And he was like roofing houses and like. Hey, bring me up the shingles. I'm like six years old with like 10 pounds of roof shingles on my shoulder going 20 feet up on a ladder. It was like probably not the best parenting, but I can just be like, hey, we're just hanging out in the studio. And she's like, I want to do that. I want to. So it was, it was cool. So I got a chance to do that and really haven't because of the pandemic and also her age before. I haven't been able to have her at work. So, so it was cool. It was, um, I was glad I was able to do that. And that's really the last week. Um, and there was something, T got us started on it that I think was important to take note that when she was describing 
what it is to take from AA. I I put back in what I have when it's asked of me. So anytime something approaches my life and if somebody says, hey, um, can you help me with this? I mean, James and I did earlier today. There was a guy when we were all talking after the meeting that came up and he was in a scooter and he said, I'm what are you, vertically challenged. I can't said, get up and do it. Can I borrow your height? Yeah. So I told him no and I pushed him off his scooter. <laughs> I didn't do that. Not even in my head did I. I mean, I guess in my head I did because I just said it. But uh, That's still pretty bad. I did not think of that at all. You got to work that imagination, my friend. My default is not violence. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, my default. My, yeah. <laughs> like, I've never been that violent. I don't know. There was a time that I heard a, t- a time or two. When I, maybe when I was a little kid, me and my brother did fight a lot. Okay. So maybe then. See? Who's the bad person now, Dennis? It's, I, it's I always, always been me. I always loved my family. You yep. Like, was that yeah. a flashback? I did. Oh, yeah, flashback. Oh. Yeah, I flashback. <laughs> that, that pause okay. was like, maybe there was that time in 92. Um, no, I, I really didn't think about pushing the guy off the scooter. I said, okay, yeah, how can I, how can I help? And he didn't even ask James, and James is like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it better. And then he, like, he's moved, like, no, no, he moved this inflatable thing, and he's like, no, I don't want it there. And James is like, but it's better in the middle. <laughs> so it's like progress, not perfection, <laughs> as we've learned. But uh, it's, it's pretty great. And I use the program, so I give back to – more than just AA of what I've got. I think if we limit ourselves to only giving back to AA, I don't think that that's what God, God created AA. So that way we can, in my opinion, so we can use these tools outside of it and be an example outside. If the only thing we do is help people that are alcoholics, that limits us so much um, to what it is. And... I mean, I've never turned down when I genuinely can do something. I've never turned an opportunity uh, to. And honestly, still in my head, sometimes if I say no, it's almost like uh, Pong where the paddles come and I'm like, "Ah, but can I do it? Can I move something around so I can? Um, That's the biggest struggle I have is whenever I say no and I know I really can't do it. I try to then think of another solution, you know? So if I'm asked to speak at something and I know I'm out of town, I give them other options. I'm like, oh, but maybe next week, this day, this day, this day, this day. And if it works, great. Um, It's, but giving back to AA is such a, do you know what his, uh, his mindset was as far as it? Did he elaborate any more? No. So... So that's what it means to me is if you take from AA to stay sober and then you just shut yourself off from any of the other principles that are talked about. And there are those people. I've experienced enough of those people. And I'll tell you, they're not allowed on our podcast. So they can, they can take a hike, you know. I'll give them a kayak with a hole in the bottom of it. And then go, right? Is that that's too dark, James? You've heard that. This seems very descriptive. Yeah. Descriptive. Yeah, I mean, that's why I have a drill with a drill bit that's, <laughs> it's small enough so that way they'll get all the way to the middle of the lake, you know, and then they'll, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
It wouldn't be the guy on the scooter, though. He seems like a nice guy. All right, Dennis? Dennis. James is going to close it out because since he was in the room, or at least in the area, when the topic came out, Dennis. he can close it out. Dennis? Dennis. What's the topic? Your sponsor. Okay. <laughs> My sponsor, okay. Yeah, I mean, what in our 12 traditions, or our 12 steps service as the last one, right? And to me, that's what it's all about is, is service. So, you know, we come into AA, we're all like broken down and beaten or whatever and don't know where to go. And then we find a group of people that have been through it and then they show us how to get back out of it. And then you see a lot of people. I think more often than not, you see a lot of people who get to that point where life starts getting good again. And then they kind of like, go off and do life and leave AA in the dust. Um, A lot of those people end up relapsing again or whatever or coming back later in life. But it is kind of a greedy, you know. I think we owe, you know, not necessarily a debt to AA, but we owe our experience and our strength and our hope to other people that are suffering like we did because they might not get the help that they get you know, or that they need from, like, other people, you know. But I think also, like, the normal service as far as, like, keeping the meeting going, right? So, like, the meeting has to be, like, someone has to chair, you know. Someone has to put chairs out. Someone has to do coffee. And a lot of times it's easy to take it for granted because you'll have someone who does it, right? So, like, saying like this will sound like I'm complaining a little bit but um take me for instance right I had a doing coffee for like four years or three years or however long it was like every day right so then I was somewhat reliable so all the other people in the group like could could basically sit back and not worry about anything right like I was just the go-to guy if someone needed to get something done and then when I started getting sick again and I couldn't go to the meeting like things just wouldn't get done I would literally get like text and phone calls from people that were at the meeting going like oh are you gonna come back and take care of this stuff and I'm like no or they like everyone would just leave and not do anything so I think we all, not necessarily a debt, but we all have a responsibility to, like, help keep the meeting going, you know, help keep the meeting, like, set up and help keep the meeting open so that other people that are sick or need some place to go, that there is some place for them to go, you know. So I think I look at it as more like a responsibility. It's not like what I get out of AA versus what I put into AA. It's just what kind of person is AA teaching me to be? And then you're more open to just helping people inside and outside of the rooms, you know? And I think it's, it's trying to get that mindset of like being a giver or being of service to people rather than like a transactional thing, you know? Okay. I've rambled James. It's your turn. I like your, 
your goatee. I want you to grow it down so you can look like Mushu. No, I, I need to shave it, actually. Oh, no, I want, I want it to be long so you can be like the guy at the meeting stroking his beard. And I can braid it. Pondering, yeah. Put ribbons in it. Ribbons. Pink ribbons. Pink yeah. ribbons. So the first time I heard this yesterday, this topic, you know, my brain went to, well, that sounds kind of negative, but let's do it because I didn't have any other topic. And, um, you know, I also thought, like, you know, the person who brought it up, like, I was told that when you, when you say something like that, you point a finger, there's three pointing back at you. So what is that person doing for AA where he's having to say that, you know? And then I thought about myself. And there's a lot of times where I don't want to do stuff. And I don't. I have no problem saying no. Ask my wife. I'm, she's a lot better than me when it comes to that. And, you know, we got together. I did volunteer to do service for uh, the rehab where I go. And I, I was assigned to make a commitment and make a binder and, you know, have a sign up for the commitment. And I know I couldn't have done that without actually going there. And so you guys all went with me. Thank you. And I did that for about three months. And I... I co-created the, the binder with my wife, who did most of the work, and the binder's there. And I'm amazed that, I know our morning meeting, there's at least half of the people who are retired. Not, not one single person has signed up for that thing. Not one of them. Really? Not one person? No. Tom went one time. And, you know, it just, it's remarkable that, um, but you know what? It's, it's okay. It's not my... It's again, I'm getting into the negative, and I don't like that, so it's not my favorite topic. I think I'm done. <laughs> well, <laughs> could I ask you this? What do you get out of service? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. not necessarily a selfish way, but how does be- like helping other people help you? Well, okay, besides most not them stepping up, I. I would rather no one ask me to be their sponsor. I would never like to chair. And I don't like talking and I don't like doing service. But every time I do it, I do it anyway. And I always feel better afterwards. But then my brain goes right back to not wanting to do it again. So maybe another five years I'll be in that spot where I want to do it and I want to help. But at this point, I I don't really want to. Um, But that's what I get out of it. I get that uh, I always feel better that I help someone and I I do things that I don't want to do because I know I need to do them. T-Bird, you're, you're reaching for me. Do you want to stroke me? <laughs> oh my God. No, no, my, my face. <laughs> Nobody can hear what you said. <laughs> God bless you, husband. So as I'm sitting here, I'm just thinking to myself that, you know, there's 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 three amazing human beings who have been doing a podcast for... At this this table, this this it's not even circled square. Anyway, doing this podcast with such demo- devotion and commitment, and uh, you know, I'm I'm hearing humility. You know, even though my very best friend in the whole wide world is talking about not wanting to do this, or um, you know, each of you giving your experiences, like I just hear humility because I see them. I see them giving. I see them doing service, and I see them doing more than what they're even describing doing. And so, you know, to me, sometimes when we look at ourselves, we might be very critical, especially if we have a heart of service and we have a certain level of like this is what maybe I ought to be doing and whatnot. And 
you know, God will always equip us to do, you know, his work. And at the time that we're to do his work, we're equipped. And I feel the joy. I feel the grace. I feel, you know, the spiritual connection with with God and then on that, that vertical and then also on the, the horizontal. And then when I'm not called to service in the moment and I might be um, asked to do something on my own motivation, I might not feel that same spiritual connection. And so, you know, when I find myself in times like that, I have these do it anyway days. Like when I was saying I was having a blah, blah week, you know, it is a blah week, but it's still a do it anyway week. And the reason why I can do it anyway um, is because I have that, that heart of service. So I know I can reach to God and he'll get me through it, even if I don't feel as good as I would um, in other occasions. So, you know, I just, you know, bravo. And, and you know, I'm, I'm just giving kudos to you all because every week that I know that you all are doing the podcast, like I think that's beautiful, that that is service beyond, you know, anything that I can, I can imagine. So God bless you. Thank you, T. I think it really comes into, and Dennis can close it up. You want to close it up, Ethan? Okay. Okay. Let me say this. The difference between someone even thinking if they're not giving enough or not caring to, I think it's a lack of uh, meditation and listening to God and being able to, to have that. I'll be the first to say... If I had a really terrible day where I'm angry, resentful, um, odds are I, I didn't think of God once that day. And I'll usually on the like the way home, I listen to a podcast like crazy. But I'll take like two or three minutes and think about God. And I'm like, oh, man, no wonder I was so mad. Like I waited till this point in my day to actually think. I, I mean, I've gone through 12 hours and some of those hours, I was angry and mad at things that weren't going the way that I wanted them to, and I wasn't thanking anything. So for me, I think that's a big piece of it to make sure to know that, hey, maybe I should be listening. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm, uh, I'm doing too much of me, and that's what T got us started on, talking about uh, you know, your will. Did I take away something you were saying, Dennis? No. Okay, close it. Close, okay, close it up there. I, I was just gonna add that, like, to me, like, service is like the ultimate, like, cheat code, right? If you want to stay sober, or you want to feel like a part of the group because you like feel like you're not fitting in yet, is do service. You know what I'm saying? The more like you sign up for, the more you're making coffee, setting up, or being a greeter or chairing the more you're going to feel a part of that group and the more people that are going to identify you as being a part of a core part of that group, you know, because a lot of people will just show up to a meeting and not do anything except show up and then leave. But so that's like an easy, like cheat code to get involved. But then also the more like service you're doing, the less you're thinking about yourself and thinking about drinking. So like if you're really like struggling, especially early on, even before you do the steps volunteer to do service and the more service you do like the easier it is to stay sober that day you know Mm. here 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 i think next next week our topic should be cheaters sometimes prosper (laughs) (laughs) dennis can get us started on it is that what you're saying that's exactly what i was saying yeah that's terrible terrible advice but we'll do it you are like a game genie huh 
Huh? You you want a good rub down? Game oh, genie? Huh? There's Stroke, some stroking. I don't know. Hey, whatever you want to do, soak it in. We'll be back next Thursday. Big thank you to T. Claps around the room. Huh? Uh, God bless you. Thank you for hanging out with us. I, I really don't know how you put up with James. <laughs> this is this is totally true. We are, <laughs> yeah. I don't think if there's no, I I bless you both. You know, and Dennis and I we're just uh we're just gonna sit over here, right? High five? High five. High five, way to go. You can envision a clap. Uh we'll be sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you next week on episode 160. We're the defective characters, entirely ready to have all these character defects removed to remember. You can't give away what you don't have. We'll see you next time. Woohoo!